0: Excuse me, may I ask you something? Yes, you. When, if ever, have you taken a tour of Memphis? Yes, Memphis, that's right. Perhaps you've lived here all your life, or maybe you're a transplant and haven't had a chance to really see the city that you now call home. Either way, I'd like to invite you to do just that. Come and embark on a journey to remember. It's a tour possibilities, an African American history tour of Memphis. We offer regularly scheduled tours and we can be flexible and customize a tour for you. Hello. The are you possibilities ready? are endless. For reservations six, five, seven, and more information, please visit three, eight, our website at acocmemphis.com or call 901 941- 3 um, 3736
1: Hello, everyone. Welcome in to Loretta McNary Live Podcast. Yes, it is a beautiful, wet, 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 wet Thursday here in Memphis, Tennessee and surrounding areas. And let me tell you, but that's not going to stop anything. I am inside and dry, and I hope you are too. Our guest today is a music photographer, videographer, and filmmaker, Willie Nelson inspires this film called "A uh, Waiting for a Miracle. So we're going to bring in Lynn Lunson from Australia and to join our conversation. Hi, oh, Lynn. Hi. How are you? Okay, thank you. <laughs> I'm so um, glad you were able to join us today. Can you hear me? I can. I can.
0: I'm just hoping my phone doesn't die. <laughs> Turn out a battery, but I have a If it does this it should
1: be good. <laughs> okay, yeah, I was gonna say just call back if we get if we get disconnected, that'd be great. Okay, so okay, I nice. I watched the trailer many times. First let's just talk let's <laughs> tell everybody who you are. I know you know, you're not you're are you from Australia? I was reading the information.
0: Originally from Australia. I've been here in America a long time though, since like eighty six or something.
1: So but I'm originally from Australia. Oh, wow. Okay, so that's a long time. So tell me, what what inspired you to want to specifically write this film for Willie Nelson? Well, you know, I
0: shot a documentary with Willie in the mid-90s, and I learned then that how incredible he was, you know, you could look at Willie Nelson without doing anything, and you could read so much. He just He's just able to convey so much, and he's so able to connect to people he does that through his music and i i just wanted to write a very serious role for him you know something that could um uh you know i think he was underused as a serious actor because he doesn't pursue that cuz he does his music so i really wanted to write something for him especially
1: that is so beautiful and you did an amazing job i just got to tell you that so um so you were working Thank with you. another phenomenal person, um, music writer, p- performer, Leonard Cohen. And so Yay. was he part of the whole inspiration for this?
0: Well, you know, I, I, Leonard Cohen, after I worked with him on the film, we became very dear friends. And I named this film for him. It's called Waiting for the Miracle to Come, which is a line from one of his songs.
1: Okay, that is so good. Okay, so let's get in. We know that um, Mr. Willie Nelson Nelson was part of the inspiration, but what was it about? I mean, because this this film is is mystical, is magical, is timeless, is beautiful. (laughs) It's such a great story. So what was going on with you that inspired you to, to, to write this? I think
0: it's sort of, I wanted to explore the human condition in a sort of fairy tale world, you know, in a sort of magic world where people could come into a dreamlike picturesque world and, and just relax and explore these human conditions. You know, that was the, sort of the main point. And I think that, um, you know, I had my, one of my parents left when I was very small and I, I, I sort of wanted to explore what happens when that happens. It's not always good, and and I used to always think of my father and wonder what he would be like, and I would always picture him in a beautiful place. It was always be you know. So that's what the beautiful place is in the film. Um, so it's just an exploration of that really, and um,
1: and you know, getting to shoot on Willie's ranch again. <laughs> <laughs> Which is so beautiful. And again, um, let's kinda of talk about um your executive producer, the lead singer of the Irish rock band U two. <laughs> How did that happen uh, yeah. for you? With Bono writing, you know, the record the song for you.
0: Well Bono's a a very old friend of mine and um, he helped he didn't have much to do with the film at all. He just helped me sort of introduce me to someone that could help me with the financing of the film. And he wrote the end song. I mean, he's a huge Willie Nelson fan mm-hmm. too. So he did that more for Willie Nelson. Um, so yeah, he's, he's a big fan of Willie's. Okay. And then long. your other
1: executive producer, Wim Wenders.
0: Yes. He is a Berlin filmmaker, German filmmaker. He's my mentor
1: and somebody that I admire greatly. i very proud to have him on the film. Oh my goodness! So, do you remember doing the casting? Because before I really just dive into, so I want to give people um, time to really join join us in our conversation. I hate to have the whole conversation the first five minutes, but kind of talk about the writing process and then, you know, casting. Because I know I have a lot of filmmakers that are going to be listening, and then a lot of people. Um, so it actually comes out on DVD on Willie Nelson's birth day and a couple yes. of, well, a little less than, what, two weeks? Less than two weeks. cuz it's, well, it's comes April down 29th. 29th. Yes. So. yes. <laughs> yes. yes.
0: And That's it'll so be cool. also available on iTunes and Amazon and Google Play. You know, those places as well if people want to watch it um, without buying the DVD.
1: Of course, they're gonna to want to buy the DVD, <laughs> <laughs> and also go on those online because people love everything on their phone. So just talk about that. What what? In, okay, so you said you wanted to make a movie. What you know, being a, a very noted music photographer, videographer, and now you've gone over into filmmaking. So how did that process work for work for you when you decided I want to be a filmmaker?
0: Um, I just think it was a natural sort of progression. You know, in a way, it's much harder to make documentary films, because you sort of have to, you know, you need people to say certain things, and you're never sure if they're going to say them. And it's sort of like, you've got to sort of follow this jigsaw puzzle as you go, and in your mind, put it together. Whereas this film was sort of you have a script, it's very organized and so you know, and I love working with actors. So it was I didn't find that part difficult at all. I mean we shot this film in eighteen days which was sort of a, remarkable. Um so you know, I, I, I we had, we had to move very quickly. Very quickly. Okay, so <laughs> how was
1: it working with Charla with Charla Rambling and how did you get her involved in this project? Well, I had
0: been a fan of hers since I was a young girl, and that's where Vin Bendis came in because he wrote to Charlotte and, and said, you know, you should speak to Leanne. She has the script. And so I did speak to Charlotte, and she was just, you know, she's a very, she's an, a fascinating person. She's a great actor, but, you know, she really likes to do things that are different and that, you know, so this was very different for her. And you know she loved coming out to Texas. She came from Paris, and she loved being Willie Nelson's wife. And you know she was just fantastic. She was like everything
1: I thought Charlotte Rampling would be. I cannot wait to see the film in its entirety. Okay, so you do something really unique in this film, and that is you—you kind of talked, showed us adoption, and a lot of films do not even. Um, cover this they don't even create awareness about the need for adoption or what it means Mm -hmm. to a family to adopt and or for the children to be adopted so what inspired you to to write this kind of film that shows the the need and both the value of adoption
0: well I think you know I wanted to explore the other side of it which is the the the, the situation where adopted children want to reach out to their birth parents or they you know they don't know their birth parents and they want to uh it's it's really very very um it can be really really difficult because not I mean most adoptions are very happy stories but you know often a child could think you know what they don't want they they didn't want me or whatever so you know there's Mm -hmm. a teeny bit of rejection there so so it's very scary to reach out to your adoptive parents because you don't know if they're going to say I don't want to have anything to do with you. So, you know, it's they're very brave adopted children who reach out to their birth parents, you know? And uh-huh. I think that uh-huh. I wanted to I wanted to explore that because that's not a story that you sort of hear about too much, but they're very, very brave because they have no idea what the person's going to say to them, you know? I don't want you in my life or whatever. So I just wanted to explore that situation a bit.
1: Okay. So that is so beautiful. And I'm so glad that you did. And just that reason for watching this film is, you know, there are many reasons. And when I was doing my promotions of it, I said, you know what, if you just need something good to see or to watch, (laughs) to inspire you, then this is definitely the film for you. So I want to kind of give the synopsis of mm-hmm. what was sent to me, and it's so beautiful. And then I wanted to bow um, the quote that you used from William Blake. So let me just talk, um, do the synopsis. So it's set in a magical and timeless world with colors reminiscent of an old storybook, Waiting for the Miracle to Come, tells the story of a young girl who embarks on a journey of discovery. Along the way, she encounters faith, love, and fulfillment, all clothed in the brokenness of loss, as the most powerful transformative experiences in our lives are, oft, are, are often are. Following the death of her father, aspiring trapeze artist Adeline Winter, Sophie Lowe, finds a letter instructing her to seek out two people she does not know in a mysterious place she knows nothing about. This letter leads her to the beautiful place home to a retired vaudeville performance, Dixie and Jimmy Riggs, played by Wilson Nelson and Charlotte Rampling. The Riggs have waited for decades, holding out hope that the beautiful place would someday bring their long-lost daughter back to them is Adeline the miracle they waited for all these years I love that I just love that (laughs) so tell me how the quote came to play because just reading that and I read it a few times as you can probably tell I love this (laughs) so how did the quote from William Blake and you can tell everybody what the quote is I don't I, I I don't know it off by heart so um it I know, it's so beautiful really, and deep. It's, yeah, the one that I know, I'm talking I just, about is, um, it's, yeah, if a thing loves, yes. it is infinite. Yes. So the film, of course, is about connection. So what do they mean? What does that mean to you, if a thing loves, is infinite? Well, you know, I think sometimes we look at death as sort of
0: it's a terrible situation when somebody dies. But if you can sort of see past the grief, you sort of see a pathway op- that opens up that perhaps would not have been there if the person was living. And often, you know, this life is just a brief moment in our in our existence. And often, you know, pathways open up, you know, when um, somebody dies. And I wanted to explore that because it is infinite. It doesn't end. And I felt like, you know, this – her father – could not do what he wanted to do with, in this situation when he was living, and so after his death, he really sends her to do it for and he he guides her along the way. And I think that that is mm-hmm. very real. I think that you know, um, I had read that I had written a blog on that on the William Blake not long after I had lost my mother, and it was just exploring the the ongoing that, you know, the ongoing love just does not die. I mean, it doesn't go away. and that In a way, that is sort of tapping into where our loved ones are. And so, you know, I think I've seen plenty of people whose lives have changed in, in actually a very positive way. They've lost somebody and it's terrible. But their life takes a different path. And I can't help but think that that person has opened up a pathway for them, you know? Mm
1: -hmm. That wouldn't otherwise be made available I've experienced loss of a son and a dad Like three or four months um, apart And of course I was stricken with grief I was terribly hurt And it's something, you know, time eases it Or you just get more comfortable with the pain Which is what I believe But the way that you talked about it And you put into words What I would never have been able to put into words About them going ahead and kind of like guiding us through this life and how the body is just an armor that we all right. are in chase, yeah. or sin, and that yeah. it really makes yeah. more sense to us or we get it when someone we love, 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 love goes on ahead of us in death. So that's why the, the film is so touching and personal for me because I really oh. do believe that they become like our guardian angels So to speak And in this film is yeah. what I think you are really encapsulating When um, people watch it They'll feel that closeness And they'll feel that warmth And love It's a very heartfelt, them. heart-reaching film Well, I So hope what's next because, for you?
0: Oh I'm, No, okay, I'm go ahead with that on, thought
1: what?
0: No, no, I, I, I said I, I, I hope people do Because I think that part of the film Is very important to me um as well because uh, you know i i believe it to be true and i i wanted to you know i wanted that to be quite a big part of the film and you know he he really does lead her through this um in a way so so yeah but that's it
1: <laughs> yeah without giving too much away and <laughs> We are flying at a very high level with this conversation, so don't think we've given away. There's no spoiler alert. You really have to watch the film, purchase the DVD, and we'll talk more about mm-hmm. that. We have more minutes left in the show. So um, there is a very, very unique spiritual element to this film. So is faith important to you and to the characters to have this Fair film to, to really be what it turned out in the, you know, the results, the end results? Is that what you were really going for, a connection with spirit? Yes, very much. You know, I think that,
0: you know, uh, to have a strong faith, you know, to to, to believe in things that are unseen, and the unseen is filled with so much and potential for us. And the deeper your faith, the more connected you become to uh, that unseen world, that is filled with, you know, love and promise and God. And so I really wanted to uh, explore that. And, you know, a lot of people won't get the film because if they don't have, you know, if they they, just, they don't have sort of a spiritual sense, you know, it may, some of those things, ideas might not resonate. But I think when people do, it very much resonates, you know. So, I think that that was very, very important to me because that's what I believe, you know. I think that there's much more to this life, obviously, than us just our our material bodies,
1: you know. Yeah, but I believe that even if they don't connect with this film, with this project from a spiritual faith level, I think they mm. will still be able to connect with it um, on a mystical, I believe, yeah. I have to hold on to that my loved ones, if they have not experienced the death of a loved one, that then they'll start having these thought this is what I would like for it to be. And maybe that perhaps can lead to a more spiritual awareness for them, but it's not a a religious or a churchy film at all, but yeah. it is definitely yeah. takes you to, you know, it touches your heart, touches your oh, heart and so your nice soul. That's, oh, that's yeah, <laughs> it definitely touches so. your heart and I your soul. So. so, like I Wait, said, I in the times we're living in, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay, I was
0: going to say, you know, the, these times, I think you're probably going to say the same thing. Everything is very fast, and, and, and it comes at you, and yes. it, it, your attention span is, is hard to hold, and I really wanted to create a world where people could just sort of contemplate as they, you know, relax and, you know, just contemplate what was happening, you know?
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I, I definitely agree, and we were definitely going in the same place at the same time yeah. with that thought process. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. I Cause everybody, that well. You know, the world is fast and is not as, you know, friendly as we like, and people are just, going through so much with not any outlets for something good to be talked about or to come into their their minds and their hearts and their souls that we need more um, film like this about faith and love and fulfillment. But people have a hard time disconnecting or um, seeing that religion is this other thing over here that separates us But mm. faith, love, and fulfillment and you know, like they say, in spite of loss, is something that every human being needs yeah. to be able to deal with that kind of loss. And just in yeah. everyday life, it just brings the pureness of joy and peace. Mm-hmm. So you did a great job is all I'm really trying well, to thank say. thank you, you really so much. <laughs> is this your first film?
0: This is my first feature film. I, you know, I've done documentaries, but this is my first feature film and something that I've written. So um yeah. Wow. <laughs> well I wow, your first like and it. I know
1: uh, honey, they they're gonna love <laughs> it. And this is so spectacular <laughs> in so many ways because this is your first feature film and you already have stars like you know willie nelson you got charlotte Ransling, you got <laughs> sophie lowe so and the way it was shot on Wilson, willie nelson's uh, ranch that's that's pretty cool <laughs> that's amazing most new filmmakers will not have any of those opportunities and i love your humbleness of spirit that you <laughs> realize that but at the same time you're still very grounded so that's really <laughs> cool so what's next for you what what do you what what can we expect next
0: Well, I am writing something, but I, you know, I never talk about it until it's finished. But I'm in the midst of writing something which I think will be really good, as well. I mean, I think it will be another full feature. Yes, yes. So um, I'm actually writing a feature and a series, like both at the same time. So we'll see what happens. But the feature I really want to make. So, you know, I, um, I, I, I really pray that that works out. (laughs) <laughs> you know
1: um. oh, I'm sure it will if you can have this kind of success on your very first feature which is like uh, I just want you to win award after award after award for this oh, film so because <laughs> it that's is so beautifully kind. written beautifully executed the actors are you know just really like they really are having a great time and they really believe what they're doing so So Mm -hmm. i like to, before we end our conversation, I'd love to inspire other people who are listening. Um, I know they're excited about your project and the beauty of it and what you're doing, but can we just give some future photographers or videographers or aspiring filmmakers some kind of advice or tips to hang Mm -hmm. in there, don't give up, follow your dream? How do you get started? Just start writing every day, I guess. So what do you want to offer to our audience that's listening?
0: Well, I think that it's you know the market is very crowded, but in a way it's very unique now because really you need a computer, a camera, and you can go and make a film. So I think that the more <laughs> authentic you are as a writer and the more authentic you are with your vision, the more the more likely you are to to get a film made, you know because you know when something's right and you really believe in it. Eventually, it, it does. It does come around. It might take a long time, and you know this was very hard to make because it's really not a Hollywood film. So, you know, you just got to follow your heart and 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 don't sort of change things in order to fit in. You know, just do what you believe, and that will be your own unique vision. You know, you want you're not somebody else. It's you, so you have to do your own unique vision. You know, that I think that's something very important to hang on to.
1: You know. Um, um, and before, I definitely I, agree with that
0: and as a filmmaker you know I'm always interested in what happens naturally because that there are some of the best things so often something will happen that is different but you just go with it because I think that's the way the actors you know I didn't direct them very much I let them really do their own thing and that's why they're, they're very authentic you know and we we didn't have time we mm-hmm. had like one or two takes you know so So, you know, I think that the more authentic you are, the better chance you have because uh, and the the, the authenticity in wanting to do something, you know, um, like that. So, so yeah, that would be my advice is be as authentic as you can as a human being.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That is some really great advice. So tell us a little about your background. We have about five minutes left, and I just want them to know who you are. Because um, I know you as a music um, photographer, videographer, and now you're a filmmaker. So just kind of, you know, give us some background history about who you are and what you've done prior to this. Well, you know, I
0: came to um, the U.S. as an actress uh, originally, and um, I lasted about two minutes in that. And, I, and then I started working behind the camera. So uh, everything that I have done is really self-taught. I, You know, I've taught myself everything. Um because I did every job there was on a film set. And, um, you know, it was Willie Nelson who gave me... I had my first ever directing job with Willie Nelson uh, back in 95, I think, when uh, we signed with Island Records, and they wanted me to make a video, and I did. So based on that, they asked me to do this documentary so the first directing job I ever did was with Willie Nelson so it's very um you know it's just it's just a lovely it's it's lovely for me to have my first feature also um be Willie Nelson because I just you know I, I I really had I was really struck by Willie when I met him because he's just so such a unique person and he really really is and I And so I, I fought really hard to make this film. I, I did these music documentaries in the meantime, so it took a long time. But I really, really fought to make it because I do believe that, you know, Willie, really, you know, I wanted to have him, you know, do a very serious role, you know, and show people his depth as an actor. And that was my goal because I, I could see it in him. And it hadn't even been done really. I mean, he did great films like Honeysuckle Rose Redheaded red Stranger, but the you know the deepness of this is and the contemplativeness of this is sort of what I see in really, and I don't think that had been explored. So that's what I wanted to do, you know. Oh, that and, is so uh, beautiful.
1: The, well, you know, I think that. And so you did. Ways, you did. You did. So who do yeah. you want to work with next? Who are you, what is like your bucket list of actors or entertainers to work with as it relates to your film projects?
0: Well, I can't really say that more about my next project, but it's <laughs> sort of musical in a way, um, and, uh, you know, well, you know, it's about Elvis, let me say that. Um So, okay. you know, so it is a we'll sort see. of musical film, and... Um, but, you know, I, I don't really know. I mean, I'm more interested in working with male actors because they're often just, I don't know, I'm much more interested in, in that. You know, I really wanted, for Sophie Lowe's part, you know, I really wanted someone that had this sort of really innocence about her and didn't have any sort of, yeah, she didn't have any cynicism or, you know what I mean? Because like you, you have to watch her nearly through the whole film. She's in nearly every shot. And she had to be an an innocent, you know, so that she could not form her own opinions, but let the viewer sort of take their journey through this. So she was just remarkable. She really was. And and I'm a huge fan of Sophie's. And if I could use Sophie again, and and Charlotte, because I'm such a fan of Charlotte wrestling, (laughs) I, I really am. So you know oh I had to pinch myself. I encourage
1: people to go online and just watch the trailer because what we didn't talk about was um the lighting and how everything is i don't know what was happening that um they came back to the ranch and it was this lighting it was gold everywhere it was so mystical and just just that part is so comforting and reassuring that goodness does exist it's just just that scene that I saw did all of that for me so I know you have to go Liam. but you'll have to promise that you will come back on Loretta McNary live podcast and talk about your next feature
0: no please I've really enjoyed this and you're so kind to say those things about my film it really does it does it really touches my heart and it it makes a big difference when people respond to the film and and really like it I mean it means so much so thank you very much
1: You are more than welcome, and we did have some callers, and I did see that, but I did not want to call because I'm having some technical difficulties, and so Um, (laughs) I just wanted to keep you on and not try to bring somebody else on, but people are listening, and they wanted to talk to you, but I could not take the call, so we'll definitely have to do this again. I really appreciate Alice with Biscuit Media Group for reaching out and telling me about you and the new film that stars Willie Nelson Aaron McManus, McManus, and the music by Bono. So this is going to be a great film. I wish you, I wish you, and bid you much, much success. And I can't wait to talk to you again to catch up and see how things have been working out since the DVD comes out on the twenty ninth. And where can they yes, find out more information please. about you and how to reach you?
0: Yes, I mean I. I have a web, website, com. We have a website for the film, WaitingForTheMiracleToCome.com. And they're the best places. Um, I'm on Instagram too. Um, so, yeah, anyone that wants to find me, it's very easy. Um, and, and find the film. You know, we've got lots of uh, little clips and, you know, other beautiful things that we can, you know, give out online um, as we progress, you know, because it's just a very beautiful looking film, you know, it's got, it needs to be exploited in that way, because it's it's just, even I say that, because I've looked at it for so long, but it really is
1: very beautiful to look at. It really is. I'm telling you, the cinematography in that film is outstanding, award-winning, first-class. I promise you, it is. Just from what I've seen, can't wait to see the entire it in its entirety. By a woman, no so, Leon, less. Thank By you. a woman. Thank you. Thank you. Yes.
0: Um, I was just saying, my cinematographer is a woman. Um. So, oh really? Yes. 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 Oh, see, and she had never ever done anything. That's an entire
1: more. show. Uh,
0: yeah. Yeah. Are you so, serious? So we, we, yeah, things yes. and tiny she was, and she'd never ever done anything like this. And I said, "Well, I don't give you this shot;
1: no one else will." So she did a great job. She will get tons of shots after this because her talent was exploding all over the piece, the film. So um, it's going to be great. So I'm not going to keep holding you. We had 30 minutes. i like to honor that, but I could keep talking to you. I want you to come back, bring on um, maybe your cinematographer, because I love it when it's a a women film. film where women are directing, writing, starring in, doing the video work of that, because we still don't have enough of that. So I would love to do a uh, show on that uh, in the future. But anyway, thank you so much. I'm not going to keep talking to you, but I can, because you are super impressive. You are darling, (laughs) darling, darling. And uh, we'll talk soon, all right? Okay, have a beautiful Easter.
0: Okay, Okay, too.
1: Beautiful Easter Resurrection Weekend to you, too. Bye-bye, everybody. Okay, bye. (laughs) All right, so while we are getting ready to close, I just want to thank you all so much for listening to Loretta McNary Live, and I want to tell you that this film is all about connections, and it's called Waiting for the Miracle to Come. It was written by Leon Larson, especially for Willie Nelson. Her longtime mentor is filmmaker Wim Wenders, who is an executive producer on the film. Waiting for the Miracle to Come is about connections, what they mean, what they feel like, in and things. It is styled in otherworldly myth to bring the supernatural supernatural element closer. Audience will find themselves transported into this dreamlike world, discovering goals and hitting places throughout. The film features an original song performed by Willie Nelson and written by Ron Bono is also an executive division waiting for the miracle for time. It's available for first internationally through Spotlight videos. So thanks so much for, wa- for not watching it's not TV, so much for listening everybody. In closing, think positive, dream big dreams, help someone along the way, and we'll see you very soon. Bye-bye everybody.